Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by yours truly, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each week on Ciao Bella, I explore today's Italy, speaking with artisans, designers, hoteliers, architects, artists, Parmesan makers, in other words, the creators who are making the Italy that you love. So sit back and join in. Welcome back, this is Erica, and if you hear some noise around me, get used to it because today I am in the busy Mercato di Testaccio, one of my favorite places in Rome, not just because I love Testaccio, but because I love to eat. And it's getting even better because today I'm sitting with Paola Manco and Andrea Salabe, who have Box 22 Casa Manco, which is a pizza al taglio, I don't want to say stand, it's a, we call it in Italian a box. Um, a, it's just one of these kind of miraculous pizza by the slice and by the weight places um, that I'm not even going to describe because I'm going to let Paola and Andrea talk a little bit about it. So welcome. Thank oh, you. Welcome. Hello. Thank you very much. Hello. Thank you for inviting me back to Testaccio, but I would have come anyway because I love your pizza. Um, but I wanted to ask you because I know that um, you guys aren't really by, by schooling pizzaioli. Yes. <laughs> no, I, we're not. No. I, I'd love to hear your story. Uh, well, it, it started many years ago. Andre is um, an architect and he's also specialized in uh, big buildings. So we used to work for um, public administration in Italy and uh, we had a really large firm. But we always said that we really wanted to have something small, the two of us, you know, retire in a nice way, in a nice place. And um, as um, my uh, American aunt used to say, uh, you, you know, be careful of what you wish for because it may happen, and it did. <laughs> so we uh, finally closed the firm and decided to move into pizza making. And uh, because we are, uh, as you say in Italy, l'agricoltura, people that really like to be with hands into dough, into the soil, everything. We're hard workers. Uh, we studied how to make pizza. We went to a very uh, clever pizza chef and we started to learn. And then we decided to transform what we learned into something really personal. So Andrea uh, mainly started to study and develop this new kind of dough, which uh, we managed now to rise for four days in the fridge. So it's very special. I mean, it's not easy to have it so hydrated and also that it has a, such a long uh, proof. What, um, can you describe a little bit about, so your, what's, what's in your dough? Well, it's very simple because uh, it's, a, it's a combination of three magical elements. One is um, a whole wheat flour, one is spelt, which is whole wheat spelt, and spelt is traditional Roman, because the Romans had only spelt before they had wheat. And then uh, olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, salt, and um, a little bit of uh, yeast, and um, Roma's water, which is a miracle thing, because uh, Rome has a really fantastic water. Tap water is here, just fantastic, full of minerals, and that does a lot to our dough, yeah. So you, can I ask you, Andrea, how, so you are the, you were making this impasto, this dough, yeah. and, you let it sit for four days. How did that? Um, but come, come si è arrivato a questa cosa? So I, I try to I study a lot of uh, on uh, the computer, 
and uh, I try every day a different view for the best dough possible. And so me and Paola, every, every time we try to taste different, the different kind of combination and then uh, we decide for the, the king, the king view. And today we are studying about the, uh, the best of the king. Yeah. Today? Yeah. Well, no, it, we try to, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a bit difficult to improve, but we do try to improve. I mean, we, uh, this summer we were in Sicily and we went to this Salina where they produce salt. Yeah. And we found this extraordinary salt. It's full of minerals, it's sun-dried. And uh, it, is it, it like the Fior Bisale? Not really. It just comes like in a little, you know, grains. Okay. But it's it's really fantastic, and it takes all the acidity from uh, food, you know, from like tomatoes and things. So we decided we change salt. You know, we, we do these uh, little changes, but I think they're sort of important. Now, can I ask you? Because I don't know anything about making pizza. It's just I won't eat it if it's bad. Uh, that's all I know. Um, <laughs> Normally, for pizza al taglio, the, the dough that you make, for most people, how long do they let it sit for? Well, uh, well it depends where you're going, but it could be like uh, four hours, okay. and it could be for two days. Uh, recently, they have started to take it to 72 hours, which would be three days. And instead, we worked it that uh, if you put the right amount of water, you can take it for further along so the more it sits in the fridge because it's controlled though the more it gets um, digested from the, the actual yeast. Now I just just to let everybody know we're talking about pizza taglio which is when when you go to Rome there are many different kinds of pizza but pizza taglio you often find at a bakery it's uh, the flat pizza look it actually comes in like a long rectangular strip and you and it, ha it can ha it can be plain it can have it can be a margarita, it can just be red sauce, and it can be many other things that we're going to talk about because that's why I love going to you guys. But essentially, you get up to the counter and you say, hey, I'd like this. You physically show people how much you want. I want just this much, and then boom, the knife comes down, and that's what Roman pizza Octavio is, and you walk away. You don't sit down, you take it with you. My daughter eats it on the way to school, um, or I just bring it home for lunch like I'm going to do today. Um, so that's just to give you guys what to understand what pizza Italia is because it's different than pizza tonda. Yes, it is. And also we have to do another distinction, which should be pizza al taglio alla teglia. So ah. it's baked on a tray. So that's a different recipe. It needs to have uh, more oil. Okay. Instead, our pizza is uh, baked on a stone-based uh, oven. And so it's, it's put directly. It, it has no trays, no baking trays or anything. It just gets uh, um, kneaded and that, then put it in uh, in the oven. That's why the bottom sotto has that yes. taste. Ah, yes, nice. it's got the crispiness yeah. because it cooks directly on the stone. And then, and that's why inside it's really nice and airy and soft. But it's crispy, airy, and soft. Yeah. Now tell me, because I the first time I, I came, I I think I had a piece of the Bianca. I remember I came in. I said I just want a little piece of Bianca. I had a meeting. I walked around. I ate it, and I was like, whoa. And then I came back, and I thought I'm gonna ask the hard question. I have. Um, I have a daughter who is vegan, and so I said, do you have anything vegan? Because I've noticed that some people will say, yes, it's vegan, but it's really not, and they'll add some butter or something, and you were like, of course this is vegan. And in fact, 
we have vegan pizza, which is, and I thought you were gonna just say Barossa, but instead you said hummus, and I was like, what? Yeah. You guys have a lot of really interesting ingredients. Yes, well, we try to uh, to please everybody. I mean, and also because um, it, it's nice that you can have all different kind of pizzas and uh, please uh, vegan people, Jewish people, Muslims. I mean, it, it, this is what it's nice to be in a market because we have lots of people coming to our place. And uh, so even, you know, um, people that are intolerant to milk, why should they have something or why should they give up the pleasure of having a pizza? And because we have traveled a lot in our life and we have picked a lot of recipes around the world and we sort of thought that pizza could be so versatile that you can put whatever you think on. And so vegetable is really nice and uh, we, we use a lot of vegetables. Well, we're in a market and it's full of vegetables here, so you have also a very big inspiration. Are you are you um, taking your vegetables from the market? Oh yeah, we shop here oh, every great. day. In the morning we shop and we decide what we're going to do. And then we do, you know, like the basis, the tomatoes and chicory and all that sort of thing. We do it in the afternoon, but early in the morning we can choose like beetroots, if they have nice beetroots today. We are doing a pizza with a persimmon and a sausage. Persimmon and sausage? Yeah. Oh. And so just, that's really, I have to try that. That's very yes. interesting because I would never have paired those two. And your pizzas, the, the, the different pizzas that you have are also going to be seasonal because you guys are shopping yeah. at this market. You're getting your things from, and this is a seasonal market, which is one of the beauties of being in Italy. Yes. Um, let's. You, there was one pizza you mentioned this morning when, uh, I think you said scarola and what else is it? It's a scarola is like a lettuce that we cook with the uh, garlic anchovies and uh, yes. capers, sultanas and olives. That is that is so good. I've had it before and it I love really that. It is really nice. So when you mentioned that to me, I was like... That's um, let's say it's a Napolitan recipe. They normally put it like a pie inside you know, uh. a crust, a uh, short crust pastry. And, uh, um, and so we've transformed this recipe and we put it on top of the pizza because what we actually consider pizza is a base it's like a dish and you can put whatever you want on top it has to have well we try to have a crunchiness we have to we like to have a, a little bit of acidity and everything has to be uh, as Andreas says uh, rotondo in your mouth it has to be round you can have to feel every sense everything which one of you or is it both of you that are coming up with the the pizza flavors. Who's, who's the flavor boss? For me. <laughs> no, who's the flavor boss? Ma chi decide? Chi fa i toppings? No, he's a, he's, a, he's a team. He's a team. He's a team for everything. Uh, and uh, I think that uh, it's a lot of mine that work about uh, one, yeah. one. We started the two of us uh, three years ago. And it was really the two of us without ever, ever doing something like that. I mean, I never worked with a till before and I was like panicking because I didn't know how to give money and it was really... Uh, but um, and on the way home back in the afternoon, we used to think, oh, it would be nice if we put, you know, like onions on the pizza and we would come up with the ideas. So the following morning we would try and experiment 
and we had all our the other uh, kiosk owners here in the market that would be our uh, tasters. <laughs> have any of them said, "Oh, my non si fa, I can't oh, have this"? Yeah, oh, really? everybody. Yeah, yeah especially the Satcha people. Uh, yeah, and they were very wary with us to begin with because they were thinking, oh, "What's an architect and a, an English-speaking lady doing behind her?" <laughs> So you guys are a team, and you've been a team, I just did the math, 37 years, because you met each other in 82. Yes. yes. And you guys are, from what they told me, they are the only high school sweethearts left together. Um, and they've been together for 37 years, and your team, who works with you at Box 22? Okay, so we started the two of us, and now we have um, our daughter Isotta, she joined us. She is actually a professional chef. I mean, she is the only one in the family that has studied, really. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, she did her classical studies, like most people here in Italy, and then she went on studying at the, a very good cuisine academy. And then she was working for um, in a Michelin star restaurant for three years. Oh, which one? Uh, a glass. She oh, was okay. with Christina. Yeah, yeah. Glass Osteria with Christina Bauerman, and she had a lovely experience there. Then she went ar around in uh, Italy. And now she's joined us with her boyfriend, Nicola, who is working with us, and he's a sommelier. Uh, but he has he's really talented in, uh, in the kitchen, I, I can see. Well, I, I'm going to guess because it's sommelier, you have to be really perceptive yes, with the he taste. Is. So. Yes, yes. But, you know, he's been brought up in a real Italian family, so really good food since he was a little boy. And so he's matured a, a taste for uh, food. And he's... Um, no, and so it's the four of us. Then occasionally our son Ricardo comes and helps us on Saturdays when we struggle. And now we have uh, two, because we are opening a new shop in uh, Trastevere, we have other two, uh, Flavio and Juan, who are working with us. And all of them are, have no experience in, um, never been in a kitchen before. And so it's really nice because you're teaching them how to do things and they're learning how you want them to do them. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. so we're enjoying their company. They're all young people, really very motivated. So that's nice because, uh, uh, because this was our second chance in life. We would like to offer young people another chance in life. Things hasn't, haven't been really easy here in Italy, especially work-wise for young people. And the idea that they can start their own business, it would be, you know, we would be very happy and willing to help them. Oh, that's really a, that's a really beautiful idea. I like that. And you put it into practice. Um, you know, I think pizza is one of those, it's kind of like, it's the great equalizer, the great, it's like the best social thing because pizza, especially, you know, Americans, I think we're, we're used to pizza going out and getting a pizza and we're slowly learning that pizza is, thanks to Italians or thanks to Romans, it can be an all day situation. I, for instance, I take my daughter to get uh, pizza Bianca every morning before school. So that's what she eats. Um, and, you know, I have my little routine with pizza, but we were talking earlier about what happens in this market. So do you want to tell me a little again? Yeah, well, this market is a very fun place. I mean, I, I really love it here because uh, it's not like having a shop that you're closing into your shop and someone has to walk in. 
this is people going by and they just uh, they're being captured by the smells or by the look of the pizza or by us that we say hello and to everybody and we smile and we chat to everyone so it's really a fun place early in the morning we have all old people elderly people from Testaccio so are they not the nonni yeah the, the people that live here they've been living here all their life lots of them have never come up been out of this neighborhood they've not traveled or anything so uh, and so they come in the morning and mostly to have a little piece a piece of uh, pizza bianca and to have a little chat so that's really nice so we uh, take care that the, the pizza is nice and soft because <laughs> they do have teething problems too and so pizza is quite soft and nice and moist that they can eat it easily and then in the mid-morning we have some tourists coming and so we there we are we get all the pizzas the exotic kind of pizza oh, like <laughs> yeah the gourmet pizza and uh, at about half past 11 you have uh, Romans again coming for their mid-morning break what kind of pizza do they eat? the Romans they would have uh, pizza bianca with mortadella ah that which is, is very yeah, Roman very Roman <laughs> pizza margarita uh, or they would have pizza marinara yes that, that kind of pizza so very traditional the one which is a real hit for Romans and for people that for tourists is the one with the zucchini blossom stracciatella and anchovies Ooh. which is really nice stracciatella is a very very soft cheese oh yeah that sounds creamy really nice. lovely yeah mm -mm. and um, and then uh, when it's at around one o'clock, we have all the students because we have uh, two universities around here and offices. So people that come, uh, employees and uh, students, and they just queue and have, you know, enjoy the pizza. And we enjoy chatting to everybody. It's really a very family, familiar place. I guess you could say, this is going to be a, a little bad joke, a little bad pun, but with a slice of pizza, you get a slice of life. Well, uh, <laughs> yes, but vice versa. I mean, we do a lot. We love it here because we, uh, there's lots of people I really got fond of here. And, and you know, also the old lady that comes every morning, and if you don't see her for a couple of mornings, I do inquire which, where she is and, you know, we try to see if we can help her out or something. Yeah, How did uh, you guys come to Testaccio Market? Why, why Testaccio? Well, we used to come as um, clients. We always liked it. Um, there is a bit of a story behind this because I have my father buried in Testaccio's uh, cemetery. So I used to take my children, when, well, our children, when we were, you know, going to the cemetery, then take them to the market. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. So every, everybody should know that it's a beautiful cemetery. It's all, it's almost a Victorian cemetery. It is. It's beautiful. And some of the most important, like there are several poets, British poets that are buried there. There are many, many beautiful, I mean, it has beautiful tombs, but it's a very particular cemetery in Rome because back in the day if you were not Christian or you're not Catholic you were not buried anywhere but there you had to be buried outside, outside the walls yes and in particular that cemetery is next to a, um, a first century BC pyramid so it's even more you know you've got this beautiful Victorian cemetery that's also kind of different because it's not Catholic and then you've got this incredible pyramid 
your it's father a as well. Yeah, my father's there uh, since 1998, and I used to take. Um, we used to take our children there. And then it was nice to take them to the market and, you know, show them uh, all the nice things. So we used to come as clients. And then um, four years ago, yeah, no, three and a half years ago, we were here. And because we were already thinking about having this idea of opening a pizzeria, uh, then we all of a sudden saw a kiosk that was uh, on sale. And Andrea said, uh, let's open there, the pizzeria. And I was like, I didn't think much about it. And I said, oh, well, I'll, I'll go and try Peltraz and a new inquire. And he came back and he already sort of bought it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so oh, what he wants, he does and has. <laughs> so, tu, no? Sei uno che quello che vuole fa. He said he's direct. You know, I think that's so beautiful. I, I like that. There's no... I, I like the... It sounds like you guys... I mean, I, you have the ideal relationship. You're like a super team. Well, we we stand... Uh, United. Yes. Uh, for each other. I mean, I think it's... Uh, or maybe I'm just thinking with my stomach. <laughs> because you have... Because I'm right... Because you make the best pizza. <laughs> no, I think it's just like... Uh, you have to be lucky in life. And you're lucky if you find a good partner. But then you have to work hard to keep it. Yeah. Just like you have to work hard to find that pizza impostor. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know what uh, I say to my... We say to our eldest child, um, son, who's 27, and he's a bit struggling with uh, his, uh, well, he's finished university, but he's a bit struggling. And I always say, it's not the brilliant people that go forward, but the determined people that do. So it's as much, you know, you really have to want something really hard and work for it really hard, and then you can obtain it. Well, I think you guys have got it. Now, I, I'm going to ask a quick question about Testaccio Market. Um, I'd love to know, do you have... So, when I come here, I tend to meander. I, I get some pizza from you, and I, I'll get some fruit, and then I'll start eating other things. Do you have any um, boxes that you'd like to suggest? Oh. Uh, it would be really unfair to name one and not the other, but... Uh, Andrea has a passion for Box 66 uh, Supli. Oh, really? It's called Food Box. Oh, and we should stress, by the way, this is um, that Box 22 Casamanco, they make pizza. There is no Supli, there's no croquette, it is pizza. So Box 66 is where you head for Supli. Yes. yes. Okay. And I have a passion for all the fruit juices and the salads of the Zoe. Okay. Yeah, which uh, there's a young girl, really nice girl. That she uh, serves nicely. They're so friendly to everyone. So my, my daughter really likes going. I don't know. She, yeah, it's box 83 because it's the vegan store. Yes, so she's yes. really into like. She's anything. really nice girl. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. And then uh, well, I do everything here. I buy my shoes. I uh, I buy my clothes here. Uh, box uh, 34 has really nice. Um, Closes and then you know you can you can find everything here. Well, like you were saying, there are people that live in Testaccio that never leave, and that's yeah. because also the market has everything. Yeah. Um, well, well, I had one more question that I wanted to ask you. Ah, I know what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this new venture in Trastevere. So, <laughs> okay. Well, the. Because, um, especially Andrea is an entrepreneur, I mean, he's always uh, worked uh, 
and uh, thinking of building something bigger and bigger. Um, in Spanish. Yes, that's, uh, he, he's uh, slightly ambitious. <laughs> uh, we were thinking that the, this um, this box here is very it's beautiful and it's uh, suitable for the two of us. But because Isotta, our daughter, has come to work with us, it could have been a good idea to expand and open another one. And maybe another one, who knows. Maybe one day we'll have a Casamanca in London, New York, we don't know. It would be nice. And so we have found uh, this place in Trasevere, which is really nice. Trasevere is a very quaint uh, neighborhood. Uh, we love it. It's right by Piazza San Cosimato, right? Yes, it's uh, closer to Piazza um, Santa Maria in Trastevere. Ah, when you go past, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really nice. It's near to really nice places too, like uh, Cafe di San Calisto, yeah. So historical places in Rome. And um, we are gonna uh, introduce uh, the same kind of pizza we're selling here, which has been a hit here in the Stato, so we hope it's gonna be a hit in Trastevere. So coming soon, yeah. if you're in Trastevere, <laughs> You're gonna head to if if you if you can't find your way to Testaccio, which is not that hard to find, but if you just want to stay in Trastevere, you'll find Casa Manco. And especially because Trastevere is gonna give us the opportunity of being open more because we have to close at three o'clock here. Oh yeah, let's talk a little bit about yeah. that. You were saying you're open from nine nine thirty to three. Yeah, we come here very early in the morning. Then we start um, getting the dough, uh, the pizza out at half nine. Okay. And then at three o'clock we have to close because it's being this a council market. We are obliged to close down. That's right. Yes. That's right. It's a, it's a city-run market. So what? And you're open Mondays through Saturdays. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And you guys are here Mondays through Saturdays. Yeah. And you guys are opening in Trastevere. This is you got, you got a lot on your plate. I know. <laughs> I, but I'm going to eat all of that. So. Well, thank you so much for joining thank me. You. Thank, and, you, um, thank you. Now I'm going to go look for some pizza to bring home. Okay. Thank Grazie. you. Grazie. Ciao. You can find Casa Manco at Box 22 at the Mercato di Testaccio, Testaccio's Market. Or you can find them online at casamanco.it. C-A-S-M-A-N-C-O dot I-T. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. You can find all my episodes on iTunes. And if you have time, subscribe, rate, and let me know your thoughts on the podcast. You can also be part of the podcast by donating. Find Ciao Bella on Patreon.com, where with as little as $1, you get behind-the-scenes photos and videos as I travel all throughout Italy. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao Bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Dis to Dis Studios, the producers of Ciao Bella who continue to make me sound and feel great.